probably a lot of people listening have seen the Reefer Madness movie. And like I've said, it's the comic books reflected that. And part of it is at the time in the 30s, there was, independent of comic books, there was a massive anti-cannabis smear campaign going on. A lot of people like to point the finger at William Randolph Hearst as the reason that cannabis is illegal in America, and I'm not going to deny that, Mm -hmm. but Harry Anslinger of the FBI is one of the primary reasons that cannabis is. He, and this is on public record too, he just gave some of the most bonkers, batshit crazy testimonies (laughs) about cannabis. He said at one time that, and I'm paraphrasing it, which I probably shouldn't because the quote the original quote's golden but he basically says if the frankenstein monster saw a cannabis plant he would drop dead of fright no joke (laughs) yeah i know so you know like really legit sources of information there Mm -hmm. so basically it set the tone the war on drugs that was going to follow it started with richard nixon and then ronald reagan escalated in the 1980s wow that's a rich history it is, and that Reefer Madness trade, I, one of the really great things about it was it had like a foreword by the editors, just a beautiful history of like anti-cannabis propaganda, just a very well-written, obviously very condescending towards it, mm-hmm. but just a very, it, it's very infor- it was a very informative history too. I can't recommend this trade enough. It's called Reefer Madness. I think I've I've read a little bit of it, actually, to be honest. I do remember we talked about this a little bit off mic here, and uh, that one drawn by Jack Kirby is uh, especially staggering, considering how weird and psychedelic his work gets later on. I know, but the crazy thing was Kirby probably never smoked weed to the, to the best of my knowledge. I would believe that 100%. I know, right? The stuff that he drew, you would be like, whoa. We're still catching up to Jack Kirby, I think. I agree completely. Speaking of, of comics and propaganda, then they had to begin to adhere to a specific set of guidelines as they matured and grew out of their sort of 30s and 40s nascence, right? Exactly. And there had been anti-comic book attitudes pretty much since the things first appeared. And it really started gaining traction in the 40s because what happened was during the golden age of comics from about 30, 1938 to 1945, that was really the golden age of superhero comics, we should say. Because after the war, superhero comics started petering out and like one by one, like Green Lantern, The Flash, Hawkman, The Atom, all went away. Mm-hmm. And what happened was every other genre exploded. Crime comics, like the horror comics, like Tales from the Crypt, There was a lot of science fiction comics. There were romance comics. There was just this massive flowering of genres. These stories were pretty mature in some of the things they talked about. And this child psychologist named Frederick Wortham, he became like this crusader against comic books. To tie it into the anti-cannabis propaganda, some of the techniques that the anti-cannabis propaganda folks came up with Frederick Wortham appropriated, namely the idea that they were gateways. The anti-cannabis people said, okay, yeah, you smoke that reefer tonight, tomorrow you're doing heroin. That's kind of what the attitude that they had about comic books, only it wasn't 
you read Superman and you're going to like be on heroin. But if you're reading Superman or Tales from the Crypt, oh, you may go out and stab Grandma or something. Exact same types of techniques. So what happened was basically the comics industry was facing either government regulation or they could censor themselves. 